0: Hey everyone, welcome to devlog number one, another stream of conscious podcast episode starring yours truly, Jeremy Gage. If you want to reach out and talk with me, you can go to at JeremyGage5 over on Twitter. I am recording this as of... February 25, 2021. It's a Thursday. It's about 5.30. So I promised myself I would start this series to hold myself accountable for this game that I'm making called Kaleidoscope. So if you've already been chatting with me about it, great. I'm having a great time making it, learning a lot as I go along the way. I'm now in its, like third version one of it. But uh, I wrote a little note for myself here that says, what do I want Kaleidoscope to be? Devlog number one. So in this series, I hope to keep myself, A, accountable. B, talk my thoughts out loud. So I don't much want to burden others with constantly about my own work. And maybe I'll come up with some ideas while I'm talking to you fine folk out there. I want to feel like this is us sitting at a round table, a bunch of dice around, post-it notes, digital files open, just screaming at each other about things we want in the game. So... What do we, but more I, want Kaleidoscope to be about? Kaleidoscope was a fever dream that I put off for a really long time. Originally, originally, the idea came to me back in 2020, like around, I wanna say July or something like that, where I wanted to do something with the elements, but uh, I thought myself better than everyone, like an asshole, and thought elements were very trite in terms of themes, fantasy themes. And I was like wheeling off of D&D at that point, so I was really against the idea of doing something fantastical. Come later, uh, that prevents me from doing a lot of things that I know, which is like all my inspiration from anime and video games and cartoons we can have a conversation about why anime and cartoons are not the same thing at some point but anyways back to kaleidoscope what do I want kaleidoscope to be well I have a couple of intentions with this game I actually just had a beautiful conversation with Max Pfeffer shout out to Max Pfeffer and we ended up talking about a Game designer whose name is—I have to look it up. I don't know exactly how to pronounce her name, their name, Jion Shim. Uh, I'll post a Twitter link and/or an itch link in the show notes for this episode. But essentially, it is—they are. She is a game designer that. The tagline is making games that face the world. So talking about how humans need to get back to connecting with the land. And that was all very cool, uh, which which leads me to what Kaleidoscope is sort of about. So one of the things that I want Kaleidoscope to be is a game that facilitates presenting the evolution of technology as it relates to environmentalism in the coming future, because we need to do something about climate change and overpopulation and how we're absorbing resources at a quicker rate than the planet can maintain. And so I've decided to really dive into the solar punk genre. It goes by many names, Hope Punk uh ecopunk. There's another game that sort of examines this spectrum of genre called Songs for the Dusk, which is a blades in the dark hack. I'll include a link to that as well, so you can go check that out. But essentially, solar punk is the concept that it's sort of a, uh, an antithesis to cyberpunk. If cyberpunk is a world where robotics and digitization kind of rule the landscape and corporations have monopolies over your life. Then, and that's loose. I know there's more to cyberpunk than just those things, but that's kind of the main stick is a uh, corporate run digitized society. Then solar punk is about taking that technology and giving it to everyone and creating technology in such a way that we are able to create symbiosis with the natural world. So this is things like solar panels, um, water power, air power, um, geothermic energies, staying away from fossil fuels, using resources that are biodegradable, sustainability, and... I want to showcase real world things that if we said, let's just stop doing coal and fossil fuels today, literally today, within a very short amount of time, we could make the switch over to finding out how to make all of this work for us in a good way. I mean, solar technology has never been further, obviously, because that's how time and innovation works. But it's getting to a point where it's pretty powerful. I mean, you can buy commercial solar panels for some money, but you could take yourself off the grid if you really wanted to. Like, if you really wanted to and put the know-how to it, you could have your entire house powered by the sun, which is lit. And there might be more to it. I'm not an expert on sustainable or environmental technologies, but someone should be. And so I want my game to showcase that those things are possible right now by using words and terminology and resources that are in existence, stuff like graphene, um, solar cells, um, turbines, and putting those into the hands of the players. So that's partially what Kaleidoscope is about. Kaleidoscope, the fun, additional fun bits for me that it's about are tapping into a modern playscape, So this kind of stems from my want for more representation in games and allowing a mixed bag to at the table. So this conversation stemmed from me talking with some friends about how traditional fantasy games don't really showcase names that are of a different ethnic group. They're all very Eurocentric. Um, English-speaking style naming conventions. And while, you know, we can fandangle the game to offer the, uh, we can put those own bits in there, I want to create a modern setting where that feels natural rather than rubbing against the system in an inappropriate way. And uh, one example that I'm doing this in the game is that the nations... Uh, mechanic that I hope to get to at some point in this devlog is that the names are blank I left all the names blank and just gave them titles because I want the names to be filled in by the players I want them to come up with the names because if the if you can leverage the experiences of the people at the table and their perspectives and their heritages that's how the world evolves naming convention invo- evolves by Tying communities together, and that's what Kaleidoscope is about. It's about tying different communities together in a new wild ecosystem. So, name your nations, name yourselves, add naming conventions to the world. Another piece of Kaleidoscope and what it is is tactical. Uh, I'm very inspired by a game called Hyperlight Drifter RPG made by Andreas Walters head of the metal weave games publishing company metal weave is pretty famous for baby bestiary and caretaker warlock and other things so i'll put a link to metal weave for y'all to check out but uh i like tactical gaming it's while I find d combat to be an absolute slogfest, I do love planning out and team working, cooperative moves. I come from a video game background as far as my childhood is concerned. So I loved Final Fantasy Tactics, I loved MMOs, I loved MOBAs. I played League of Legends for a really long time, too long, addictively long. Uh, I played Heroes of the Storm, loved team combinations. So uh, I wanted to insert that element into it. I don't think that will leave at any point, but it's part tactical. So, so far, if you're keeping track, we have solar punk, solar punk, plunk, solar plunk, lo, 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 solar punk intentions. We have modernization of fantasy conventions or tropes. And we have tacticalness. Uh, another piece of this is, like I said before, I thought the elements were trite, but it prevents me from creating. So I decided to let go of that silly mo- uh, monochrome... Silly thought, for lack of a more refined word. Uh, and use the elements in the form of what is known about Aether. So the big, the big history of Kaleidoscope is that We were near. We were going to end the world ourselves by overpopulation and pollution and draining the Earth of its resources until we all find ourselves extinct. Thankfully, the galaxy does us a mercy. Some sort of anomaly happens with our sun, the star that sits center of our Milky Way. And. A little piece of it shaves off somehow and it starts crashing into planets, absorbing their materials and creating its own sort of satellite form. Eventually it crashes into our moon and stops its inertia, but the impact scalds the Earth, leaving only the few who went below the surface in its inevitable approach Survive, So the human population has been reduced quite heavily. Uh, within the next few months, as if by some miracle, the Earth found itself replenished, vibrant, wild, teeming with new evolutions and bring a new world, a second chance for us. Hence why Earth has been replaced by the name Phoenix, because... Born from the Ashes. Sumi, me. Um, and three generations later is when we start playing Kaleidoscope. So there's more in the document that I'm not going to read here because that would make this a terribly long episode. But it's about the elements. It takes inspirations from Magic the Gathering. Uh, As much as, you know, I have issues with Wizards of the Coast and their business practices, uh, I have always loved Magic the Gathering. I have always loved the planes that come out of them. I love all the story lore that gets attached to cards and all the flavor, the imagery. goes a little bit beyond the game for me. But the concept of those five elements get put into this along with artifacts, so you can feel like you're building... uh, a deck of sorts of abilities when you build your character, which I'll get into when I explain who the soul are. So, Kaleidoscope is about solar punk. It is about tactics. It is about modernization of conventions, of fantasy conventions. And it is about the elements, which kind of resounds back to solar punk nature. And so... Those are kind of the initial things I want to say with the game. Uh, It's a relatively relatively simple system behind it. And as far as dice rolling is concerned, it's a partial success system, which I'll get into in another devlog. But that is kind of the initial inspirations of the game. Uh, Inspirations, touchstones. So things like Avatar The Last Airbender, Magic the Gathering, like I said. Slay the Spire is another... Uh, inspiration for this game. Blades in the Dark. Iron Sworn is another example, powered by the Apocalypse, but just mostly in in move writing. D&D to some regards, I guess if you're taught, that's the only tactical board role-playing game I've ever played, so chalk one up for them. Band of Blades is another big one. I have this sort of duties system for cooperative play, so it Gamifies and delineate or hmm, what is the word when you try to tell someone what to do? Uh, Delegates responsibilities to multiple players. So or delegates the GM role to multiple players so they can all operate under those presumptions. And then if you do have a narrator as I'm calling the game. And let's normalize the word narrator because game master and dungeon master feel icky. So let's let's do narrator because director is also not a great one because it doesn't really encapsulate what a, like a true director does. And a director doesn't really encapsulate like what a game facilitator does. And fa- is a long word I like narrator. You don't have to use my word. That's just the word I use. I like narrator. Yeah. Anything else? What is the game about? You play as the soul, people who can manipulate the Aether. Haha, it's mana uh, from Magic the Gathering. And. But I may tra- change that to Chroma. Oh, another inspiration for this game is Overlight. Uh, that one doesn't seem as popular amongst people. I keep mentioning it, and people don't really know what it is. Uh, it was made by Renegade Games. And so I like over basically Overlight's margin of success system is what I'm using for this. It's just sort of diluted down and is given flexibility to multiple spaces in terms of game interaction, fiction interaction. And yeah, that's about the nitty-gritty of Devlog 1, I think. What is the game about? The game is about solar punk, the game is about tactics. The game is about exploring a new, vibrant world and making your stamp on it. Whether that means to form a symbiotic relationship or a parasitic one, and or a mutual one. Mutual mutual symbiosis, parasitic symbiosis. There's a third one. Can't remember what it's called. But it's where only one benefits and the other isn't really bothered by it. Mutual mutualism? No. Mutualism is... Anyways. That is... That's the nitty-gritty on Classcope. That's its current version. Like I said, it's gone through three iterations now. This is is the version 1. This is version 0.875C of the document. And can't wait to get some feedback on it. If you have any questions about what I talked about in this episode of devlog, hit me up on Twitter. Just give me a hashtag kaleidoscope and at me and let's let's talk ideas. I'm all open and I guess I will catch you next devlog. Goodbye, everyone.